This is the big O. Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And I'm marking out from marking out. And if you can't handle that heat, well then get the hell out of our ozone. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 428. Thank you for listening. This is the Doctor of Physical Therapy of Marking Out. And you could go check out. Wait, hold on a second. Just for those that don't know, it is Dave, the Rave. Make sure you go check out all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com. You could also go check us out. Facebook. Give us a like. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. But you already knew that. Give us a Follow on Twitter at Marking Out, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, at Chris Swindog. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Out 11 Send us an email. Why not? out one at gmail.com. And make sure you go buy a t-shirt because buying t-shirts is, you know, nice. Go get buy it for someone. Buy it for yourself. Treat yourself. You deserve it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. But more importantly, I am here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Ooh, Dusty Ro- Dustin Reynolds over there? No, Hold me no, right. I don't know you what good? you're talking about. Oh, you huh? meant the ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. What's well, new? Not much. Chris, unfortunately, is not on this episode. It's his. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday, and he's super, yeah. super busy. So, mm-hmm. happy, happy belated birthday to Chris. Yeah, happy belated birthday, uh, Christopher. Yeah. So, so how was yeah. your, how was your week? My week was amazing, jam packed. A lot of uh, very busy, very busy. Um, just really work. I think I'm working like. Feels like I'm working definitely over 60 hours a week, but, you know, all good. Everything's going well. I mean, the Islanders, they swept the Penguins. I would have never in a million years bet on that. Well, I don't don't really think we have to talk about that. Hey, you know, good for them, though. Good for them. Hopefully the Rangers are in that spot at some point, but good for them. Hey, but what about you? You crush happy hour? I did not. I, I got off of a cruise ship. First oh, of all, last we spoke, I was on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Welcome back. I'm happy that you were saved. Yeah, I uh, I ended up, I went to Royal Caribbean's private island the day after. Uh, I guess it's a private island in the Bahamas. But I, and I literally, I just sat on the beach, which I typically hate doing that. But I enjoyed the company. And yeah. I think the, the best thing Wait, that I ate. What company was it? What do you was mean? Was it WWE? Who yeah. sent you? Oh, yes, it was WWE. Nice, there you go. He enjoyed the company. It was weird. That island had like chickens roaming around and I was hmm. like, I don't I don't want a chicken next to me. <laughs> and roosters. You literally just heard all over the island. It was so weird. That could be kind of annoying. It wasn't annoying. No. But uh, I think the best thing that I ate on the cruise ship was on that island. They had like a mushroom sandwich. Okay. I think it was all because of the 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 bun that it was on. It was like a toasted, like, buttered bun. So, mm-hmm. 
and, and you really didn't taste like the mushroom stuff, so. But it was hmm. really good. And then they also had, for, for Royal Caribbean's 50th birthday, one night at dinner, they had a uh, a little mini birthday cake. And I thought, it was just like a plain, like, vanilla cake with buttercream frosting, but I thought it was really good. Did they like, give a big piece? It was decorated and stuff. No, it was your own little mini cake. All right, that works. What it, else did it, you end it up came with? A, it came with a uh, lollipop in the middle, which I think was like the one dud of the, the yeah. You the, ruined the it cake with the because, lollipop because you can't like because if you pick it up, it's all sticky. Yeah, it's there, there's not... no proper way to eat it, and the stick has cake. It was all a legit a lollipop or a cake lollipop? No, it was a lollipop, like a long spiral sugar lollipop that you would get like mm. at an amusement park, like Disney World or something. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't approve of that. What was the best thing that what? else did you order you already said what the best thing that you had but what else did you order on the cruise i mean i know for me one of the best things i ever had was escargot what did you order yeah i didn't have escargot uh, i will never have escargot but uh <laughs> honestly the food wasn't that great i i ordered a steak i think the first night ordered it medium i ordered it medium and it came like well done you just send it back no oh and then uh, another night I ordered meat as well, a steak, and ordered it at medium, and it was well done. So they clearly can't cook a steak. That's really uh, frustrating. And it was a different place, too. Yeah, it was the steakhouse. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? I don't understand how you, like, it's an actual steakhouse. How are you not knowing how to cook your steaks? What was the attraction on the cruise? Like, what did they have? Did they Nothing. have a good play? Did they have a good musical? I didn't go to any of that. I spent my nights watching Monday Night Raw, <laughs> SmackDown, recorded Marking Out. And then the last night we went, uh, we didn't even go to the dining room. Like the, the kids, I guess you would say, that were on the on the ship. The uh-huh. Kids meaning the uh, adults that aren't adult adults. We went to uh, the buffet, set up our own banquet table in the back. And uh, after that, we went to the Quest. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. I am not. What is the Quest? It's Royal Caribbean's, like, big scavenger hunt for adults. Okay. What's uh, the, uh, what do you have to do? Uh, well, first of all, I, it used to just be, like, four, like, what, I mean, maybe it's because of the, the where everything was. Because normally the Quest, they do it in, like, the ice rink. Mm-hmm. But there was no ice rink on this, so they did it in the lounge. Mm-hmm. So normally it's divided into four separate sections, and that's your team. And you have, like, team captains for each team. This one, it was literally anyone could be a captain. Were you a captain? And you have your own team. No, Zach was. Um, so it was. It, you're supposed to have teams of, like, six to eight people or whatever. We were, like, 14 people. <laughs> for those that don't know, he went on a cruise with Zach Ryder. So. Yes, yes, yeah. During WrestleMania week, we were on a cruise together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey. While he was on Monday Night Raw defending his championships, I was on a cruise with him. Yeah, I'll go all over for those Hasbros at times, so. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so we had, like, a, a big team, but it's like a scavenger hunt within the room. Like, you got to get, like, an employee's name tag. Uh, you got to get a bra from two women. Jeez. Uh, yeah. A bunch of stuff like that. So we didn't we didn't even place the top three. But well, I'm sorry to hear about your dud. But it was it was fun, nonetheless. Well, 
As long as you has had some fun, I mean. Yeah, the ship the ship itself needs to be completely thrown out. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But other than that, it was fine. And then uh, we got off the ship, went right to MCO, which is the airport in Orlando. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that rhyme. I went to uh, on the border, the Mexican food place. Uh huh. Which I did that the last time I flew out of MCO, and uh, it was good. Well, there you have it. It's, it's Very... one of like those rare places in an airport where you can actually sit down, eat a meal, get all you can eat uh, chips and salsa. They give you the free unlimited refills of soda. So that's got the check mark on mine uh, on go. my list. And then on the flight home, I watched Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. How was that? I thought it was really good. I was expecting it to be a little bit different, but I overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, I definitely want to see that at some point. Yeah, I was disappointed because on the flight down. I didn't have, like, the new movies option. Why? Because I was on, like, an older plane, I think. Oh. That's what I think it was because of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the way down, I ended up just watching as much as of the Hall of Fame as I could. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and then I had, right. I couldn't even get, like, my, my, my Wi-Fi was really good on the cruise to watch Raw and SmackDown. But it wasn't good enough for WWE Network. That's weird. Yeah, so I couldn't watch 205 Live last week, even though I was able to catch like bits and clips of it mm-hmm. before we recorded. And I wasn't able to finish the Hall of Fame. I had to finish the Hall of Fame once I got back to here. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. But well, it was it was, a, it was a, definitely a different experience for the Hall of Fame. Somewhat enjoyable. Still uh, don't get why some people didn't have inductors. Yeah, not a fan. But, all right, well, welcome back. And, uh, all right, let's get right into it. Let's talk about that superstar shake-up. We talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which is really funny. There are clips going around of a voice that you only hear a voice of someone yelling at WrestleMania. And it's David Arquette. That's funny. And it's like loud as can be, clear as day. David Arquette. Sounds like someone that if we sat near them, we would be kind of annoyed. Uh, perhaps. Probably, probably. If you're, I mean, if you're loud enough to pick up on a... As then you're loud enough audience, to annoy every single person around you. I'm not saying he was annoying, but you could definitely hear him. And it was, it's funny, funny comments. Yeah, funny, funny guy, funny uh, guy. But yeah, Stephanie McMahon opened up Monday Night Raw, brought out Shane McMahon... Obviously, speaking about uh, the stuff that he did with Miz, his favorite parts from from this past year with Miz and Miz's father. And Miz came out and attacked Shane, officially switching over to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, but somehow Miz ended up being the one bloodied up. I mean, he, I think he used Shane, and... No, I think Shane at one point gave him like a forearm and his zipper on the side of his jacket. Oh. Might have caught Miz in the face and cut him open. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the Miz ended up being on top of this exchange, but still bloodied up. And I feel like Miz switches every single time. Yeah, I think he, every single time. I, I'm still intrigued with this entire best in the world with the ring announcer and Shane. I mean, is Shane trying to call someone out of hibernation? That's what it seems like. It seems like he's trying to call someone out of hibernation. Um, Which, like, 
Could you imagine that leads to like some sort of SummerSlam match or something? Dude, I had I had an insane dream. So first off, in my dream, uh, me and you went on vacation somewhere, and uh, Chris was there and stuff like that. But it was like really surrounded with wrestling. Were we at so, a wedding by any chance? <laughs> I don't remember. We were going to a concert, and it was like there was Sweden. And there was a, a rock band that Chris was talking about. We were going to check Did out. You say there was Sweden? No, no, we were in Sweden oh. or something like that. And and then we had to get somewhere, so we were walking through this entire lounge area, and there was all these creative pro wrestling guys watching UFC. And then we walked out into the back lot, the back lot to like try to get to where we wanted to get. And we looked over and we saw Hulk Hogan cutting a promo by himself. Like, he was, like, practicing a promo. We were actually, like, legit doing a promo, but nobody was around him at all. And we were laughing. We were like, look at this <laughs> J-bro over here cutting a promo, and nobody actually cares. Um, rude. Yeah. And then, out of the distance, I heard CM Punk's theme song, and I totally, I fangirled out. I totally marked out for his theme song. I'm like, oh, my God, he's back, he's back, he's back. And uh, he, why he, you, was, why he was you, back. Why didn't you uh, choose to say fanboyed? I don't know. I've never heard of the phrase fanboy. What do you mean? There's a whole movie about it. <laughs> about with the Star Wars characters. Oh, yeah, that's why. Because I probably watched two minutes of it and turned it off really quickly. I thought that was a good movie. Mm, that's probably, yeah, that's accurate. So up next, they had a tag team match where you had Hawkins and Ryder out there. You had Alistair Black and Ricochet, now officially uh, members of the Raw roster. Their opponents, you got Revival. And then all of a sudden... Something cool happens. You hear War Raiders theme song. Then they show the screen and for whatever reason it says Viking Experience on it. And they announce them as Ivar and Eric. And you're like, what? What was that? Who was that? What? Yeah. What I, an you know absolute what? disappointment. <laughs> The Eric and Ivar, sure, I'm okay with. No, but Viking no, experience, I don't like. No, Viking experience, I would rather have that over Ivar and Eric. No, Viking experience sounds like welcome to the Museum of Natural History. This is the Viking experience uh, yeah, but, exhibit. But I, like, I get. Apparently, the rumor was they were originally going to be the Berserkers. And can have you, the Berserkers. Can you can you believe that? No. And. I guess sponsors didn't like war in their name. Okay. So they changed it to the Viking experience, which again, I'm, I'm more fine with that than I am with Eric and Ivar. I don't think there was a reason to change Hanson and Rowe. Like they're an established tag team. They're current tag team champions. And well, that's, yeah. I mean, maybe you could have went with like Ragnar or no, 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 you didn't need a name change for them. I mean, it just, Eric, I, I don't understand why they did the name change. That doesn't make any sense. I couldn't even focus on the match. Just one with Thor and Loki. No. And I hated seeing people like Mick Foley and Road Dogg stick up for the name change. I don't know. It doesn't bother me so much about the name change, the actual name change, the Viking experience. I don't like. I mean, the heck, Viking, the Viking with, experience. Like, the Viking experience sounds like it's a Survivor Series tag team mashup of War Raiders and Velveteen Dream, and I'm yeah, pretty sure Velveteen it. Dream had some sort of Velveteen Dream experience or something when he was in NXT. Yeah, I don't like Viking his career. 
I don't like Viking experience, but you made mention of them being the tag team champs in NXT, and that I don't like the most of because they're currently tag team champions in NXT, but now they are going to go by a different name. Or are they going to, on NXT, are they Viking experience as well? I don't like it. I think they I mean, will be. Yeah, I, I don't like that aspect. I mean, we've made mention, bef- well, we haven't made mention, but Paige and Asuka, both were champions, had to drop the titles. And Which Asuka, that never made sense to me because she like debuted months later or something. Yeah, so does this mean that War Raiders are going to be dropping the titles? Or re- like re- uh, giving up their claim of it? I mean, do they have to vacate? Yeah, and then we just saw a, a tag team tournament, that being the Dusty Classic, in order to get a number one contender. Are you going to go that, through that again? That's what I don't like. I mean, I don't like, like I, that. I really, I just hated that, like, Foley was sticking up. He goes like, oh, in, like, 1995, if social media was around, I don't think people would really like Mankind. But it's like... It's true. It, but that's completely different. Because that's a, it's not, this is not a different company. It's not a different gimmick. There's a big difference between Isaac Yankum, DDS, and Kane. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's the same company, but they're two completely different gimmicks. He goes, oh, does anybody remember Kane the Undertaker? But it's not the same thing. That's just a simple name change. This is complete, like, you took out Kane from Kane the Undertaker. This is you're changing two established people. Undertaker was not established, or Kane, whatever, whoever had that name. Was it Kane? Uh, yeah, Kane. No, it couldn't have been Kane. It was Undertaker that had that name. Because Kane, um, Kane but, debuted way after Undertaker. Yeah. So it's, not, I, it's I not like, it, like it's not a different, it's not like, because Undertaker wasn't a known person at that time. Yeah, but that's, I, I understand that part. I mean, name change wise, I feel like both have arguments. Name change wise, um, so if they were not established, would you be okay with the name change? That's, I mean, that's what happens. You get the name change in NXT. Yeah, they, but they, they got the name were, change in NXT. Were, but if they were not established, would you be fine with the name change? If they weren't established? Yes or no? I'd have to be because I wouldn't know them. Okay, so, all right. I, I even if they were not, if even if they were not known, I still wouldn't like Viking Experience. That, that I, it just sounds too hokey and museum like for me. But it's very, no. it is very hokey. Yeah. Next up, you got Cedric Alexander. Yeah, he's going to be coming to Monday Night Raw. Uh, defeated Oni Larkin on 205 Live, skipping ahead. But uh, they also randomly later on in the night showed a graphic of everybody moving to Monday Night Raw. And Eric Young was on that. So I know yeah, Killian that's... Dane and Alexander Wolf took to Twitter to say bye to Sanity. Nikki's, Nikki Cross as well. Yeah, and she like. That's so stupid. For for weeks, we've been seeing her. Which brand will she be on? Find out after WrestleMania season or whatever. And then the most that we see her is jumping back and forth. And then we see her backstage cheering on uh, New Day. And here we don't even know where she lies. I mean, I I just don't like... I feel like it's a premature breakup of this group. I I don't agree with the breakup. I mean... If anything, if you don't have anything right now, send them back to NXT, but don't break them up because you just ruined it all. Like, what could you possibly be doing with Eric Young on his own? Like, what's that? Exactly. What's he going to do? Maybe he'll team up with Bobby Roode, reform Team Canada. Maybe, but it's not going to be the same as if they bro- just broke up uh, 
let's say the shield and they got them back together and the back together is like everybody's been looking forward to it for so long it's they they haven't made a name for themselves on the main roster i i think it's totally stupid but this led into the next match uh we had a non-title match andrade picking up the victory over finn balor Andrade being uh, switching over to the Raw brand. Uh, as much as I hate how many times the Intercontinental Championship has changed hands since December, I think it should have changed here. I thought it would have been great to have Andrade win this, put him over big time. I, I don't know. I thought that would have been better. Would have made sense, especially with the outcome. I mean, of the drafting. Yeah, I liked uh, or the switching up, or whatever. You yeah, the call switching up. Yeah, I liked uh, Zelina Vega's promo beforehand. That like she was speaking French to the crowd, whatever, speaking about how French is a is one of the languages that Almas speaks. And then Almas grabbed the mic, speaking French. Like first off, he did speak French, and then went right into Spanish. Yeah, I thought that was really good because that got him heat. Yeah, it was a good promo. Vega um, almost in the match, almost hit her head on the ring apron. Did you see oh, that? Oh, God, you noticed that too? With the Hurricane Rana, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, that. Like when I was watching, I'm like, that looked really too close for me. But it's really, maybe it's, it's just, a really nice Hurricane Rana. But. Yeah, I was just like, maybe it was just the camera angle, but it looked really close. So hopefully Andrade, I mean, now that there's, I mean, if skipping ahead, there's no champion, there's no mid-card champion on Raw right now. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if Andrade is going to be like shot to the main event, perhaps. Yeah, they have to do something. I mean, you need a mid-card, unless you're going to combine a title somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Up next, Elias was outperforming and got cut off by Rey Mysterio, who's now part of the Raw roster, which I don't get. Yeah, when he came out, it didn't even register me that he was switching brands. I'm like, oh, it's Rey Mysterio. He's back. I don't, I don't understand the roster change for him. Unless maybe some sort of group is still going to happen between him, Andrade, and Sin Cara or something. Where's Kalisto? But I mean, Kalisto is on Monday Night Raw with Lucha House Party, so there is potential there to see Kalisto versus Rey Mysterio. Hopefully, we see that. I'm gonna mark out for that match. I don't know if we will see that anytime soon, but I hope we do. Uh, I definitely like the follow-up of this. Lars Sullivan coming out and uh, just dismantling Rey Mysterio. But where does this lead to? Because honestly, just, this is kind of similar to what how we saw Brock Lesnar debut. Exactly. I think that that's exactly what they're going for. They're just having Lars come out whenever he wants and just dismantle anybody in the ring and later on you see him staring down Carmella and you just you don't know what's going on in his mind and he's just trying to destroy everyone it's going to be interesting to see if they give him a mic pe- uh, mouthpiece though for someone to be on the mic for him I don't even know kind of, who that would be I mean for Brock Lesnar you had Paul Heyman right away with Lars Sullivan maybe there's someone controlling him maybe it's Bray Wyatt maybe it's Mojo Maybe it is Mojo. Up next, though, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable were cutting a heel promo. Uh, they were challenging anybody in the back who thought that they could be better than them. And the production truck screwed up, put the uh, Usos graphic up too early. And the Usos came out and defeated them. 
and they're, yeah. they're now they're officially on Monday Night Raw as well. Yeah, well, I, I'm excited to see the Usos on Monday Night Raw. Good switch. Uh, next up, you had a moment of bliss with the guest, Sami Zayn. And this hometown crowd reaction for Zayn was awesome. It was like 10 and, minutes of dancing. Right? And Sami Zayn totally played it up. Um, and then he turned on them. It yeah, was great. I thought it was great, yeah. He's like, oh, I don't even live in this town. This These, these people suck. Yeah, he's like, I had this to eat, and I, I went to visit this place, and everybody's cheering, and he's like, you know what? I love this place so much. It's just the people that I hate. Yeah. And it, it was just, it was a, he is solid on the mic uh, the past two weeks. I think uh, See You in Hell should be on a t-shirt, though. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was yeah. a really good segment. Yeah. That uh, didn't really do much, I guess. No, it it didn't do too much, but I mean, I think it did a good amount just to get Zane out there. Yeah, good usage of him. Up next, we saw Bailey uh, with a new tag team partner, who I texted you right before, saying what? I texted you right before that. I'm like, oh, I hope that it's Bailey. Oh no, that was on SmackDown. Never mind, Mark. Yeah, it was Naomi coming over from SmackDown to Raw. They teamed up to defeat the Iconics. Iconics! I think it would have been expected that Naomi would move to Raw, that the Usos, now that the Usos were there. That's true. Hey, at least they kept one couple together. Uh, It's rumored, well, no, they kept every couple together. That was already, like... The Flair Andrade. Oh, yeah, Flair and Andrade. Flair Andrade. Yeah. And then I guess... Potentially, yeah... Um, yeah, Nikki Cross and Killian Dane. Yeah. But and then Alexa Bliss and Buddy Murphy were never on the same brand, so Yeah. But um it's rumored that Sasha Banks quit. And they, and what, they gave what her kind a of few a weeks. They gave her a few weeks off apparently to make a decision or whatever. Yeah, I saw Ryan I don't know I saw Ryan put out that thing about that. Rumor had it that Bailey and Banks were on the ground and stuff like that, upset over the tag team championships. What? Well, I guess because they lost the titles and were split up. I don't. Which get... I, I think I think it's dumb to have split them up so soon. But I don't. Oh, I'm, maybe I will get to that. I am a huge fan of that. Well, I mean, we're here. Oh, well, not yet. I guess, but. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I didn't hear about the Sasha Banks stuff, but it sounds childish, no? That you have a temper tantrum for having I to guess, give up. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I, I think, yeah, it, no, I think it's more so if that is true, it's more. It's not because they're giving up the titles. It's because they they're like they were literally one of the only established teams going into that. WrestleMania. Yeah, but even even still going very child going into I mean, winning those titles that's so, like like i that's think like i hulk think hulk they should have Shawn, hulk hogan Shawn michaels and all of them refusing to put over someone they should have had a, a really lengthy run as as champions i don't think so i think iconics deserve that victory i'm not saying they don't deserve to be champions at one point but i mean iconics are just are a long uh been together for since nxt right but they weren't there for the titles I don't think that they had to be. I'm totally fine with this. I don't know. Hey, if you're willing to cry in order to get your way, sayonara. 
Well, up next, you had another one of those weird buzzard box promos. Uh, later on in the night, they aired a dollhouse one. And that one was creepy. Uh, but you did end up seeing the rocking chair. And I really, I just, I keep picturing Bray Wyatt as a clown or something. I don't know. It's going to be, whatever they end up doing, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I kind of hope that these promos don't stop because these promos are really intriguing. Well, they're the same promos over and over again, it seems like, so far. Well, I mean, we've only seen two of them. Right. So, I mean, everything on Raw, you've seen on SmackDown. Right. So, we've only had it for the past two weeks. Yeah. But I hope we just keep on letting it go with this sort of a concept. Up next, EC3 made an open challenge and Braun Strowman answered it. Uh, and then he attacked EC3, put him through the stage, which I thought was dumb. Yeah, the match didn't even really take place. And it stinks that, I mean, maybe this is where it's going to lead to, um, uh, what's his face? Rockstar Spud. Drake, Drake Maverick. Yeah, Drake Maverick coming in and be like, hey. I'm here. Going to take you to the top. Hopefully, because EC3 definitely deserves a lot more than what they're doing with him. Yeah, it was kind of surprising to see Braun uh, chokeslam EC3 through the ta- through like the stage. You would think that they would be using him a little bit more, but I don't know. Uh, I do like that Becky Lynch kind of interrupted Braun Strowman. Braun was doing his, his uh, taunt and everything, and right away... Becky Lynch's theme song hits, and she comes out while he's still taunting on the stage. I kind of really like that. It shows, like, Becky Lynch just doesn't care. She's going out there doing her thing. And this led into a non-title match. Becky Lynch picked up the victory over Ruby Riot. Yeah, and then she took out the Riot Squad afterwards. Yeah. Which led to Natalia coming out, speaking to uh, Becky about challenging for the Raw Women's Championship, just as she was... Uh, just as Becky was accepting, Lacey Evans came out and said, as per the McMahons, she's going to have a match against Natalia, and whoever wins will be facing Becky. Which led into Lacey Evans picking up a victory over Natty. Hitting that moonsault, uh, landing with her knees on Natalia. That didn't look that too was good. Like, that was a that... hard landing. Yeah, that looked painful. <laughs> but outside of the, the BME, I thought... This match was a dud. I maybe you could chalk it up to it being Lacey's yeah. first like main roster match outside of the Royal Rumble, which maybe just because funnily, it was Natalia. Funnily, no, that's not even Natty's the one that puts on the best <laughs> matches with everyone. Uh, There's a reason why people talk about Charlotte Flair, and it's because of Natalia. A hundred percent. That match in NXT was all Natalia. One hundred percent. Well, I guess now we're going to get Lacey Evans taking on Becky Lynch. I don't see Lacey Evans defeating Becky Lynch, but Lacey Evans, had, this is opportunity for her to really establish herself on this Raw brand. Yeah, and her only two main roster spots so far were her against Nanny twice. Yeah. So they did that next, at the Royal Rumble as well. Yeah. Well, main event of the evening, you got Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns taking on Corbin, Lashley, and McIntyre, but they had a special tag team partner switching brands. Early in the night, they cut a promo, and that person almost appeared on screen by accident. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny. Yeah, kind of like that Vader Hawk moment. I saw that uh, pop up a lot. Um, 
Yeah, AJ Styles switching over to Raw. I like the switch. I think it was kind of expected. I didn't think I, – I don't think I put enough thought into who I – was expecting to switch brands. I definitely so, thought it was going to be AJ Styles. I like him a lot more on SmackDown. I don't know. I, I like AJ Styles on both brands because he's such a good worker that all of these people he can really work well with. Yeah. So I, to me, it doesn't make a difference uh, what brand he's on. Maybe they wanted to spruce up that uh, WWE championship, Universal Championship scene by tossing him over there because then he could be – with Rollins a little bit at some point. I mean, outside. I, I don't even know who could possibly challenge outside of McIntyre. McIntyre. And Lashley. And Corbin. I mean, because there's I no, there are Lashley. no, there's no put, heel main eventers. That's the thing. I would put McIntyre and Corbin. Lashley, I wouldn't put in there. I mean, outside of that, Braun. No, they're all faces. Well, that's the thing. I feel like you have to. They're literally all faces on Monday Night Raw, with the exception of with the exception of the last three people in that main event. Can you turn Braun heel? No, or doesn't make sense. Um. Well, AJ Styles, Reigns, and Rollins picked up the victory. I like the ending of the match. It had a good flow to it. Yeah, AJ Styles picked up that victory. Yeah. Um. They have the Shield's last ever match together. On Sunday, at a live event that's going to be airing on WWE Network at 9.30 p.m. Oh, interesting. Originally, I thought they were just going to be like airing like a network special. Uh-huh. But, like, it's turns out it's a live event. And I think uh, Finn Balor is going to have an IC title match as well. So, maybe it'll be a Monday Night Raw superstar winning that title on that event. That's weird. Where is this? Is this a, like... I don't know where it is, but it's definitely a live event. Huh. It's just in the United States somewhere. Yeah. Moving over to SmackDown, Kevin Owens opened the show with the Kevin Owens show. They had New Day as his guests, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. They mentioned uh, Big E is out with an injury. He tore his meniscus. Nah. So what's that, like a month and a half? Nah, it's going to be a little bit. You know, not they, too, not too long, but I mean, two, two months it, tops. If he's it, he's going to go through surgery and stuff like that, um, Nia Jax surgery, is also out with an injury. Well, meniscus isn't doesn't take too long to recover. Nia so Jax has the injured uh, ace, two injured ACLs or whatever. That's going to be a lot longer than eight, uh, meniscus. Meniscus, she'll he'll be back pretty quickly. But I don't think she. I don't think she has torn ACLs. I think it's just damaged ACLs. Uh, I don't know. ACL could take a while, though. Meniscus, she'll, he'll be back pretty quickly. I mean, I wouldn't rush it because of the severity that they compete under, but it shouldn't be too long. So, Kevin Owens ends up wanting to join New Day and referred to himself as the Big O. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, and then throughout the night, New Day was backstage with him, making him like eat a whole pile of pancakes and initiate him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, up next, moving over to SmackDown for Monday Night Raw, you had Finn Balor taking on and defeating Ali. Uh, which again, it's very weird to see Balor on SmackDown with that title. 
Yeah. Samoa Joe wasn't on Raw. He wasn't on SmackDown. There were rumors that Samoa Joe was supposed to be moving over to Monday Night Raw, but had travel issues. Interesting. So I have no idea if that's true or not. There was a rumor with Sheamus as well, but it turns out Sheamus might just be injured. I hope that's it. I mean, it would be a kind of odd split. Yeah, but it was weird that they didn't mention that at all. Yeah, that was pretty... I mean, maybe they're not expecting him to be out for too long. Maybe it was just that. Yeah, I don't so. know. But this was a fun match. Um, I kind of... I don't know. Part of me wishes there was a different opponent for Finn Balor here. Yeah. Just because it's like face versus face. But I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to establish. I don't know either. And hopefully um, we didn't hear anything about the club. Nope. I mean, they're both potentially still on SmackDown, so hopefully there's some sort of reuniting of them. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey, you never know. Uh, next up, you had Charlotte Flair picking up the victory over Carmella with R-Truth at ringside. Uh, yada, yada, yada. The match took place. The bigger thing to talk about, Lars Sullivan coming out, taking out R-Truth. But not um, it wasn't like a squash thing. He wasn't he was like he was getting some shots in. He was getting the shots in, but they were not facing him at all. He he was hitting him right and left and he was not moving. Yeah. In regards to the match though, I was kind of hoping Carmella would win. Like the, what's the point of having the WrestleMania trophy ringside if she's not gonna be yeah. the one winning? Yeah. I don't get it. But up next Becky Lynch came out, cut a promo about accepting all new challengers. And Ember Moon moved over from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown, cuts her off, cuts the promo. Uh, it seemed like she was going to be the only one. And then Bailey came out to a bunch of boos and announced that she's a single competitor again and basically challenged Becky to the titles. This I was happy about because I, I texted – this is what I texted you right before. And then the Iconics came out, cut a promo about uh, Bailey losing the titles and how they now have the, the belts as they're being called now. Mm-hmm. And Paige came out to introduce her new team only to be cut off by Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, which I thought was a great callback to Absolution. Mm-hmm. But she announced that – her new team is not Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. It is a team consisting of new superstars, her quote, Asuka, not a new superstar, and, <laughs> Old and, superstar. and Kyrie Sane uh, moving up from NXT to SmackDown, which I just, I don't get, I don't get why you don't have EO there. I don't understand that either. Why you wouldn't put the bring up the duo like, like that? Like they were already an established team. If you weren't going to bring up Io Shirai with Kyrie saying, why is Shayna Baszler still champion? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have had uh, the switch? Yeah. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't Io go over a takeover? Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see Kyrie. It just I don't know. I was just thrown with Oscar. Yeah. No. I totally understand. I. I get what you're saying. I mean, they they did work well in the match together, but I was yeah, also they, kind of they did. But uh, if you go back and watch that takeover Fatal Four Way match, 
there's obvious rapport between Kyrie and EO that they're working even more well together. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, I'm more disappointed that I wanted Asuka to kind of turn on Ember Moon or I mean, uh, Ember Moon to turn on Asuka, I mean. I just I, really, I don't I really don't get why Paige is their manager at this point because we've seen Asuka established on the microphone. They I mean obviously it goes back well, and I don't forth think that with she's their manager. Yeah, she's a hundred percent their manager. How do you well, how do you get that outside of like she goes, This is my team. Yeah, I don't think that That's, she's the manager. How could you think she's not the manager if she's saying this is my team? Well, isn't she something like the GM or something? She's not. How could she be the GM? All the McMahon's. I don't know. What is she? What is she on? She's the manager of Asuka and Kairi Sane. So then, why did she bring over everyone? Who did she bring over? She debuted a new team. Oh, that's what all she did. I thought that she was uh, one of the people. You thought she was the one giving out Bailey and Ember Moon? Yeah, I thought she was still. No, uh, she came out last week. Said, "I'm going to have a team for the Iconics." No, yeah, the McMahon's took her title away. Yeah, and then she promoted her movie. Yeah, yep. came back as a manager here. Uh, sounds stupid to me. So they all brought. Well, she's a mouthpiece here. Yeah, I don't mind her being a manager at all. I just uh, wish it was Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane. I don't think it's necessary. Well, eh, I. I don't think it's necessary. Put. I'd rather her be back with Absolution instead of with Asuka or Io and uh, Sane. Well, what? Why do you feel like that? I mean, just because I don't think that the two of them, okay, yeah, their English may not be that great, but I don't think it's necessary to put a mouthpiece with them just because of uh, the the promos and stuff like that right now. Why not? They're gonna we've, be... we, we've never had a in our lifetime, maybe your lifetime, but definitely not my lifetime, <laughs> we didn't have women's tag team championships. Nah, I don't think that it's needed for them to have one. I think it's 100% necessary. All right. But this all, they all brawled, whatever, and it... They had a brawl for all. It went into an eight-woman tag match. Bailey, Ember Moon, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane pick up the victory over Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and the Iconics. Uh, I hope Kyrie Sane goes far on the main roster. She's the one that won the match with the insane elbow drop. And I hope they never change her theme song because it's the best theme song on the main roster. Yeah, it is very catchy. I like that. Literally, like the very one of the very last things in that match, Peyton Royce slaps Kyrie, and when she yeah. went up for that insane elbow drop, she was still selling it. Mm-hmm. That's just that's good. I like that. Yeah, I concur. I, by the way, I wish Ember Moon had a manager. Yeah, because I don't think her promos are are as great as. They, they need to be. Mm-hmm. I can But I don't know who who you would put with her. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, next up, you had the Hardy Boys. Cutting yeah. a good old promo. Yeah, tag just, team champs. just yeah, just reminding people that they are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which is funny because on Monday Night Raw, when the Usos graphic popped up, I tweeted, I was like, I really don't like that they're moving championships. Mm-hmm. Completely forgetting that the Usos dropped the titles last week, but I, I'll have to chalk that up to all the hours of wrestling watched yeah. <laughs> the last week. But uh, it's I don't know who 
Who's next? Who's next? Goldberg. No, like who? Who's gonna be the next like challengers for those titles? <sighs> the club. I mean, what else you got? Bring up someone you just dismantled. Sanity. You got. Well, we don't know that for a fact. Well, who, who else do you have? We don't know that Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf are not still a team on SmackDown. I mean, they, you they have... might have tweeted out goodbyes to Sanity, but we still have no idea what's there. Well, who else position. would you put? I mean, Daniel Bryan or Rowan? Uh, no, I don't think so. Which, well, by not... the way, Daniel Bryan, I guess, is out with an injury. And you're not going to have Rowan and Harper because Luke Harper just asked for his release. Which is very unfortunate. Yeah, very unfortunate. I mean, it kind of stinks because he just returned at WrestleMania too. Uh, but I mean, there's the Colognes who could be returning. Yeah, about that. Great. Uh, maybe if you get Carlito involved somehow. Yeah, please don't. I like the Colognes. Eh, I wear cologne, but no, don't different, really like different them. spelling, completely different. <laughs> also, um, uh, if the bar, I mean, if Sheamus is not injured, the bar, I guess, would be contenders there. Nakamura and Rusev could be contenders. And if the club is still the club and they join up with Finn Balor, it could be a good, like... That is face, true. Finn Balor's over there. It'd be a face-versus-face match, but still. I, the face-versus-face match never bothers me. It used to, but it doesn't bother me anymore. I know it still bu- that sometimes, stuff bugs you. No, sometimes it bugs me. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't think everything needs to be heel versus face. But no, but I mean, it I, bugs me. I don't know what other tag team would be. I don't even know what other tag teams there are on SmackDown. I don't even think there are tag teams on SmackDown. They took everyone from SmackDown and moved them to Raw. Yeah, I really have no clue. I but, don't even. I really don't think there's like I don't know if we're missing anything. If we say Sheamus is out, Sheamus is out. Rusev Nakamura, Colognes, which the Colognes Ascens- the is the Colognes, Ascension on Raw. Yeah, they're on Raw. I mean, the Colognes we haven't seen in a while. Fandango and no, they're Breeze? also on Raw. Raw. Dango and um, Breeze are on Raw. You have. Um, that's it. It's it's Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows. You have Matt and Jeff. You have oh, Heavy Machinery. They were added uh, to SmackDown. That could be, but that could be a little bit premature. Yeah, you have Rusev and Nakamura, and that's honestly that's that's literally that's it. Singles competitors. You have. Uh, Shelton Benjamin not doing anything. You have Sin Cara not doing anything. R-Truth. You have R-Truth. You have Randy Orton. You have um, Apollo Crews. Uh, maybe the next step is Kevin Owens and Xavier Woods. Hmm. There's nobody else. If they, just, I mean, like, what's Chad Gable going to stay heel and, and team up with Shelton Benjamin again? I don't, would you mind seeing that? I don't know. Gable and Benjamin. Yeah. Given the given, if they were actually okay. if they were actually given, I mean, a, a I, run, I they didn't do anything the last time. So hopefully yeah, this I mean, time if that's oh, going to happen. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. We we want to see Gable as a singles wrestler. We want to yeah. see Shelton Benjamin as a singles wrestler. Yeah. But for some reason, it always ends up like, damn, I guess we might as well just put them together. We got nothing else. Yeah, that's the thing that there's zero, there are zero established teams outside of the ones that we just named. I don't know what's going to happen there. But up next, uh, a huge announcement was that Betty Maffey is making his way to SmackDown, which I'm super pumped for. Yeah, that should be very exciting. Uh, uh, hopefully that. I mean, I, right away he could win the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Same could be said for a bunch of people. Apollo Crews could, could be a contender for that. Mustafa Ali. Yeah, or just Ali since that's what his name is now. Unfortunately. Yeah, Ali. Uh Chad Gable again could be a contender for that with uh with Sheamus potentially being out. I don't know for how long Cesaro was a contender. It's and then obviously it's the, gonna be... the last person, unless they're pushing him to the top top. Should be interesting. But up next we have the Big O teaming up with New Day. Should we call him Big O? I feel like that's weird. Yeah, Big O. <laughs> Big That's O what teams up with New Day <laughs> to defeat Cesaro, Rusev, and Nakamura. I thought Kevin Owens doing the Biggie intro was great. Yeah, their chemistry the entire night was awesome. I, I, like I was expecting Kevin Owens to turn on them at some point. Yeah, when uh, when he lifted up Kofi Kingston to. To have Kofi dive to the outside, I could have easily seen that end with a pop-up powerbomb. I mean, maybe we're going to be looking at Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens for the title. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked Kevin Owens doing the unicorn stampede and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was good. It reminded me kind of of, what was it, uh, Mount Rushmore? Was that their team name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Owens and the Bucks? Yeah. Just yeah. this was better, so. <laughs> uh, next up you had Vince McMahon making an announcement a huge announcement naming the uh, biggest acquisition in Smackdown history which I said anyone short of a new superstar would be a disappointment yeah and he goes ladies and gentlemen the biggest acquisition in Smackdown history Lies. and he announces Elias, Elias comes out, and I think it seemed pretty obvious here that it was not going to be Elias in the ending of this. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of obvious that it was going to be Roman Reigns here. Well, you also texted me about Ronda Rousey, which I thought would have been good too. Well, see, in WWE fashion, the only real person that it could have been now that Brock is not here it would have been yeah. Brock. it would have been rousey it would have been reigns yeah and i Out, guess with outside Ron... superstars would have been conor mcgregor would have been rob, <laughs> rob gronkowski yeah and, and it was definitely rollins not reigns, about to be those two <laughs> with rollins and aj over on smackdown you gotta bring reigns over so roman reigns comes Base. out he hits Elias with the Superman punch, randomly hits Vince with the Superman punch. Yeah, which, I didn't get that, why he hit Vince with the I, Superman punch. I don't get it. I guess maybe because he was telling him to leave the ring. Yeah, and then he... Vince, uh, Vince sold it with his eyes open. He must have been so happy to take that punch. Probably. Yeah, I, then, I said this... Then he, 
Then he hit uh, Elias with the spear. Dude, Vince McMahon with the when he got slapped from AJ, and when he got oh, Superman nice. punched by Reigns just just this week, I feel like I like it almost feels like Vince McMahon is one of those people that would pay for a Nelson. <laughs> 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 like, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That's an interesting. Like he sold, he sold it. Like he gets knocked down, his eyes are open. He's just staring up there at Roman Reigns. <laughs> but and then yeah, Elias. Uh, Roman Reigns left the ring, came back, speared Elias. And, That's really uh, funny. He said that this is his house, not his house, his yard. Sorry. So yeah, AJ Styles left his house, moved to Monday Night Raw, and. Roman Reigns left his yard on Raw and came to SmackDown. If you have both of them on the same brand, you'd have a full house. Whoa. Look at that over there. How long did that take you to write up? It didn't. But if this is leading to Elias being in the main event, I'm all for that. I just don't get what Yeah, happened. I mean... I don't get what happened at all. Yeah, I'm... We get um, if we get him in the main event, that would be that's the best case scenario. I just don't know what kind of configurations we're gonna have. We're, we're still we're very confused about Samoa Joe because right now the U.S. Championship is on SmackDown, but then again they did announce that Finn Balor is gonna have an IC title match at that last stand ever, whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Anything could happen. So if that is the case, who from Raw do you want to see take the title? Should it be someone that just came over or like? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Like Finn Balor, could we potentially see AJ Styles? Would that be a Mm -hmm. disappointment? Yeah, I wouldn't want to see AJ there. I think the best case scenario would be Andrade. Yeah, I want Andrade. I think that would be best. In which case, it's kind of stupid that they just didn't do it on Raw. Raw. But then, I guess in that sense, it's like, oh, Balor lost the title. Balor's definitely not going to stay on Raw. Yeah. So maybe they kept it for some like, oh my God, he's he's still champion. He's moving over to SmackDown. What's going to happen with the title? Mm. I think that Andrade would be a good fit for that, but one yeah. can only hope. Yeah. So that's all of the sports entertainment talk. Hey, Dave, you got some shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. First shameless plug goes to Shane Swerve Strickland. Uh, yeah, Shane Strickland. Uh, being announced as signing with the Performance Center. Reporting down to the Performance Center. Yeah. Very excited for that news. Go give him a follow at Swerve Confident. Um, yeah, we're very happy to see that. I mean, alongside with the other signings. Uh, you Kushida got... and Garza Jr.? Yeah, reporting Which is, down it's to funny that It's funny that they're using his full name there because he's also Umberto Garza. Mm-hmm. And you have Umberto Carrillo, which is his cousin. So. Yeah. It's very, very cool. He's, um, he's the son of Hector Garza. Ah, uh, there you go. Umberto Carrillo is the nephew of Garza. Hector there Garza. you go. Brandon with the family tree. 
So, next up, April 26th, Creative Pro Wrestling is going to be taking place in Lindbrook, New York. That, that threw uh, me. That really threw me. That really <laughs> threw me because there's a Taylor Swift thing oh. on April 26th. Nobody knows what it is yet, but there's oh, a countdown boom, boom, boom. clock all over the world. Maybe she's counting down to Creative Pro Wrestling. And, dude, it, I mean, I know you want to get on with that. <laughs> I don't know if there's a new album coming. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm also, I, I think what you're going to say is great as well. So, Of course. Um, at Creative Pro on Twitter, creativeprowrestling.com. So many talented uh, people there. You're going to see VSK taking on Johnny Silver, Dorian Gra- uh, Graves taking on Eric James, and so many more. Cole Cabana, Penelope Ford, Chris Detlander. You got Pat Buck, Alex Reynolds, CPA, Shook Crew. Isn't this DJ Fat Pat's return? Yeah, I believe I believe so. I believe this is going to be DJ Fat Pat's return, but he may not be using that name. I thought it was really funny. They had like their the Creative Pro TV on YouTube, and he's sitting there trying to cut a return promo. And Alex walks in as if like he has no idea who that is. He goes, "No, but, like he died. I, I know Fat Pat went died. I I went to his funeral." <laughs> he goes, "Dude, that's messed up. Whose funeral did you go to?" And Johnny was in there like in on it it's really funny yeah make sure you're checking out those uh those episodes put up by creative pro wrestling um also the major wrestling figure podcast at major wf pod this friday so tomorrow at noon the major wrestling figure podcast and the zombie sailor uh they team up to release two new pins these pins are going to be the stomp in paradise pins featuring hawkins a writer sold as only, a set yeah only 200 of them they look really cool. I like they're both uh, – they have different pin backgrounds too. Yeah. That's like – it's, it's like it's very weird how all of a sudden like these pins became like a huge thing. Yeah. I know from like the Disney community, pin trading is a huge thing. But like really as of late, wrestlers, they have like more and more pins. I don't know where that came from. Where that Yeah, like... more and more pins. I'm – but yeah, as you made mention, it's sold as a set. And uh, yeah, check it out, zombiesailor.com. You can purchase them. So, hey, Chris. Oh, no. All right. Hey, Brandon. You got a shout out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. First shout out is going to Luke Harper. We already said it earlier. I think it's an absolute shame that uh, he had that he asked for his release. And at this point, we're just waiting on to see what WWE does. I think he was completely underutilized. Even, I mean, making his big return to the wrestling ring was at access. Um, was he in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? I believe he was. Yes, yeah, that's where he made his return because then they had that stare down with him and uh, Braun. Yeah, it's such a shame. And uh, it leads right into the next shout-out being Sanity. Because I think WWE dropped the ball big time with them. I, They deserve so much more on the main roster. All, all uh, what, four, yeah, all five of them? Talented stable. There's no point to separate the stable. I mean... I'm still disappointed that Sawyer Fulton was released. I just don't understand the entire separation of the stable. You, you bring them up as a stable, you have something good there. The one thing that absolutely sucked was their entrance with the, the camera, how how often it moved. Yeah. But everything down, like if take that camera angles outside out of that equation, uh, it was just like you had something there and just, like I said, I mean, you dropped the ball. Big time. Yeah. 
Uh, last shout-out goes to The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He was included on Time 100's, uh, the Time 100 list, I guess. Just, that's what it's called. Uh, I thought it was funny. At one point, I almost walked the red carpet for one of those galas by mistake. <laughs> Not for this one. I was yeah. going. I was going to see John Mellencamp at Carnegie Hall, and I knew where I was going needing to be in the vicinity of Carnegie Hall. I just didn't know which direction and how to get there. So I was like looking all over to to get to Carnegie Hall and I ended up literally there which was so weird that there wasn't like security stopping people. I literally I could have just walked onto the red carpet. Which like completely threw me, but and then you end up asking a cop and he goes practice. Thanks, bro. <laughs> haven't heard that one before. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. <laughs> Should have known better, but those are my shout-outs. Also, I asked The Rock if we could be uh, going to that gala with him. I didn't hear a response back. It's on Tuesday, I believe. Let us know. Time limited. Taylor Swift is performing, so maybe you could hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> but those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, for me, it has to be Buddy Murphy coming up to the main roster as well as War Raiders and Kyrie Sane. Even if I'm not all that pleased with how War Raiders are brought up via their name change and how Kyrie was brought up without Io Shirai, but still, I'm I'm very happy to see all uh, all four of them on the main roster now. Uh, for me, my markout moment of the week would have to go to, I would say my dream, uh, just that CM Punk stuff. And I keep on, I, I'm internally marking out every time the ring announcer says best in the world. Every time I'm waiting for him to be announcing best in the world with Shane McMahon in the ring. And then cueing CM Punk's theme song. Like that's right where it, that's where it has to lead to. That doesn't. It yeah, doesn't make I'm, sense. <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine they do that just to troll the fans. Imagine they, that they, they do that just to troll the fans, and Stephanie McMahon comes out instead. They did that in Canada that one time. Yeah, Im- with imagine Bret Hart's theme song, <laughs> and then I think yeah. Sean came out. Yeah, imagine if they actually do that. If they say the best in the world and Shane McMahon's in the ring and then CM Punk's theme song hits and then, like, Stephanie McMahon or Triple H comes out instead. Like... I don't think that would happen, but... I don't I don't know. <laughs> I also, by the way, I thought it was really cool. Um, after Cedric Alexander's match on 205 Live, they showed footage of him going backstage and, like, everyone's, like, shaking his hand, like wishing him good luck on the main roster. And one of those people was Roman Reigns, went right there, shook his hand, wished him luck. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So, take it home. Well, that was our show this week, kind of short, but uh, super sweet. Episode 428, you can check it out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and MarkingOut.com. Check our merchandise out, T-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Go to Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Give us a like. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. 
Follow us on Twitter at Marking Out, at Dave the Rave underscore MO, at BTTG161, at Chris Sween Dog. And we wish you. We wish you. The. the- Best of luck in your future endeavors.